Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back for the second hour on this Thursday morning. Plenty of you having a say on the Edgewater Homes text line. Edgewater Homes mortgage fund up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. That text number, of course, 0457. 736 736. There's some good ones coming along. Uh, to Connor, who's told us again that Flynn is being born in three months. Didn't Connor, we're all for it. You told us that. We're in your corner. We're all, we're all with you. He wants some tips. Well, he wanted some. He said, You've given him some tips oh, with yeah, your yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah. But now he's yeah. asking me for some tips. Yeah. Just strap the hard hat on and go. Yep, you're in the bunker. Sounds good. Um, yep. Andy's got a tech. Now, this came because we mentioned the Canadian uh, maple leaf flag on this day, you know, for the first time. When is Australia going to bite the bullet and get the boxing kangaroo flag? I don't think that's on the agenda for Albo. Brady, you're our conduit, if you will, to mm. Albo. Has he ever mentioned the boxing kangaroo flag as being an order of business? Uh, no, I've never no. brought it up with him, <laughs> no. and he hasn't raised no. it. So no. I'd say no. Can I just bring some? It's not breaking news, but it might be to some people who haven't who aren't haven't dialed into how big the rugby league starting tonight is. The preseason challenge. So here's here's your schedule, guys and girls, for the next few days. Tonight, Fox League coverage: Bulldogs and Storm. So you get a little little game to start with, but it's a full coverage. So you kick mm. off seven a.m. Get the preview going into the game from six thirty and all the rest. Tomorrow, Brandy, you're on deck for the All-Stars, both men's and women's. Yeah? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Saturday, here's your Saturday all sorted. Four games, back-to-back, February. <laughs> Imagine saying, cancel all plans. No, I'm not going to that christening of the you know cousin second removed. We're staying yeah. home to watch four trials, back-to-back. A doubleheader at Central Coast, a doubleheader at Cogra. So you start the day with the Knights and the Sharks at 1.45, and you'll brush home with a... The Rabbitohs and the Dragons kicking off at 8.05 at Cogra. Mm. And then if that's not enough for you on Sunday, um, there's a triple header. So you've got Warriors and Tigers from 2pm, uh, Cowboys, Broncos, 4, Dolphins, Titans at 6.15. And I forgot, uh, first round of Super League as well, thrown in. All the games are being covered. So you can watch Rugby League uh, pretty much 24-7. Um, Starting from, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we'll start tonight. Start mm. tonight. Bulldogs Melbourne is very much the canopy to a massive smorgasbord of rugby league action. The footy is back, baby. The footy mm. is back. Uh, Vossi, let's go to the open line. Uh, Pedro the Rooster is there. G'day, Pedro. Hello, Brandy, Vossi. Welcome back. Brand new Pedro. year. Getting excited for the season. Brandy, um, I might throw a grenade in just ahead of Ivan. And just say, I didn't want to bring you yesterday on your anniversary, but this little Panthers party you've had going for the last couple of years on the radio, just mm-hmm. running around with, uh, you know, the title every couple of years, it's coming to an end this year, champ. All right? Three. Three titles, Pedro. Three. Yeah, but you've only been Three. in the radio for two years, mate. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah good. Yeah, okay. So but, I, I get you. So uh, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm riding the wave of success. 
you really have, and I reckon your little the little uh, winning lilt that mm. you've got in your voice throughout the season, that's mm. all coming to an end, champ. And I, I'm not going to say which side's going to knock you off, yeah. but on the off oh. season, I got a Roosters Premier's tattoo with 202, <laughs> and I left the other number blank. Just uh, it gives me six years, just in case. Pedro, did you just call me champ? <laughs> Yeah, now did he called you champ? Was it was that a champ you just threw in there? Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't you think, Pedro? So even though I like I've you know I've ridden the wave of success with the Panthers, don't you, don't you think in the middle of the year was enough to sort of you know cancel things out with Origin? Like losing Origin, pretty not real good, Pedro. So it's not it hasn't been all bells and whistles for me. But that's true. Uh, you had mm. to front up to the media. You did a good job there. But let's get back to the uh, topic at hand, mate. And that, oh, that's man. Ivan and the Panthers. The, right? the Roosters tattoo. Get him on. Tattoo. I want to hear, hear what he's got to say. Gone. So well, you're in the mob. Gee, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a sad day when you have to have that tattoo removed because it didn't happen in 2024, Pedro. Oh, no, but he's given scope. No, by leaving the one of the twos out. He's, oh, that's what right. I'm saying. He's given himself a little bit mm. of room to move. Um, Pedro, maybe we, you should hold the line. You, you you should grow a set and throw that at Ivan in just a moment. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you on. Pedro goes head-to-head with Ivan. Brandy, um, this interview was meant to take place yesterday. Um, there was a little yeah. incident of sorts. Uh, I I, and I don't there. really know what the incident was, Vossi. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, we were all set. We had a big intro and everything. We, we, had questions we were all set. Listeners and, yeah. um, and, uh, and we have asked our listeners to write in some questions. So they're doing that again today, but we've, we have had a couple of requests um, for this. Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. Ivan, 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 Ivan. Well, what, what an intro that is uh, for the uh, Premiership winning coach, Ivan Cleary, who joins us on the line. Ivan. Brandy, I've never had a better one than that. Thank you. Yeah, well, we we interviewed Nathan last year, and we played Nathan the song, and he he loved it. And he said, I, "I'm we, we we got it out of him." He said, "I'm going to play that when Ivan comes into the theatre to address the boys." He said, "I'm going to have <laughs> someone tee it up to play it." Did, of excellence. did it happen? Did <laughs> no, that's the first I've heard of it. Where is that from? And is that I thought, is that a jet? What is that? No, no. <laughs> he made that up. Vossi, Vossi can explain. I, Ivan, we had the, the gentleman, the American gentleman, it would be surprising, Ivan, that it comes from America. Uh, the, the bloke who recorded that song actually sat in a studio over a period of a month and recorded uh, about a thousand names. And I uh, <laughs> did everyone. So there's Greg, there's Andrew, there's Muhammad, there's everything. He's got that many songs, um, all named up, just people's names. But your one has resonated with our audience for a long time. In fact, I'd be surprised if it's not your ringtone by the end of the day. <laughs> we can send you over a little uh, clip if you like. Uh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll send it. Send Ivan, it. Ivan, we've just had a call from Pedro the Rooster. He's come on and said, no chance. End of the line. Can't do it. Can't win four in a row. I'm going to ask you a question. Why can Penrith win four in a row? How does that sound? Uh, well, yeah, I sort of caught the end of that conversation. Uh, well, we were told we couldn't win one in a row. Two or three. So, um, why can we? Well, I don't know. I feel where we have the talent to do it. I feel we have the uh, certainly the experience that we've been able to 
I guess, create a belief that we understand in our the way we the way we play, the way um, we go about things, and also probably the experience in, in the big games. But you know what? It's uh, it is a very even league, and I'm sure there's 16 other teams out there who feel like they're in a pretty good position. Maybe not 16, but yeah, that certainly can improve. Um, and we certainly know we have our hands full uh, for another definitely challenging season. Ivan, do you get a gauge in the pre-season about the motivation and experience, talent to do it again, even though players have, again, drifted off to other clubs? Uh, the motivation, is that is that something that's been evident, you know, that, that drive to do it again? And, you know, that's probably been the downfall of yeah, many clubs that have won premierships and sort of been in that mix of going back to back, but just fell short. But it seems like it's a it's a completely different group of players that are motivated by I don't I don't know just improvement. Yeah, I think yeah the um, the, the first thing is I, I feel like you can see the motivation in preseason. I mean preseason's the the hardest part of the, the season. I mean, all the listeners would have heard this before. Um, you know, the boys will definitely look forward to the in-season much more than pre-season. So if you're, you know, if you're doing well in pre-season or you're, you know, you're, you're making sacrifices or just getting everything right, you know, putting everything you have into your pre-season, that means that your motivation levels are, are pretty high. So it'll, if they're waning a bit, you'll, I think you'll probably see it you know, at that stage of the season. And, yeah, we've just been, like, fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, very, a very motivated group. Uh, it's still reasonably young, our team. Um, even the guys that have been there, you know, for the for the whole, so three or four period, four, three or four-year period, um, you know, they're still, you know, got a long way to go in their careers, uh, many of them. So, yeah, they uh, they always look to improve as you said and, and this year's been no different so far so um, I guess complacency is a natural human uh, uh, kind of thing but it, it's usually pretty subtle as well it's not probably something you, you, know, you notice straight away but yeah at this point I haven't seen it yet so that's been good. Mm. Fascinating. Figuratively history is one of your biggest opponents Yeah, just so we reinforce it Three premierships in a row is the record, with the one exception. The Dragons won the 11 straight. But you take the Dragons out of the mix. Since rugby league has been played in this country, 1908, no team's won more than three in a row. And that's pretty rare. So, Ivan, have you had to tap into... Have, have you done some research into dynasties in other leagues, in other sports, to see you know, how they've kept the momentum going, how, if they do things different? How you is, is there any sort of thing you've uncovered to to take the team to that elusive fourth in a row yeah i it's a good question bossy i've i've probably done it in the past because uh you know the teams you know with the dynasties or the really consistent teams are the ones that i've um they're the ones that i really get influenced by and i'm attracted to i just always and I would have loved, always wanted the team that I was involved in to be, you know, to be like that. So it's something I've probably looked into more in the past. Like at at this present moment, uh, it does 
cross my mind sometimes, but I must say I haven't really looked into it much more than maybe I have before. Because I think um, the biggest thing for us that we are concentrating on at the moment is just just this season. It's not four in a row. It's kind of one in a row. It's like it's another season. It's a you know we have the trophies in the in the cabinet. You know the rings are in the drawer. They're they're, they're gone. It's a new season with a new trophy and and new circumstances, and we have a new team. And, uh, you know, I, I said that I'm, I'm happy with our way our preseason's gone, but, you know, I don't know how every other team's going and how much they're going to improve. So, um, yeah, it's probably just more about focusing on this season and making sure we evolve and get better. Uh, and if we do that and win enough games, then we'll give ourselves a chance, uh, you know, in six months' time, which is a long way away. Uh, now, despite the team or the club winning five premierships, uh, there's no World Club Challenge trophy in the cabinet. Uh, you fly out tomorrow night uh, to take on Wigan next Saturday in Wigan. Um, and I guess, you know, you're talking about motivation. Well, the, the journey begins now, doesn't it? The, the start of the season and what happens in, in England could be important for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's um, it's exciting, exciting times. You, you mentioned, you know, we've as a club, we've never, never won one. Um, it's uh, it's the next game for us, so uh, that's sort of the way we like to approach things as well. Like it's, uh, obviously, the preseason's been, you know, phase one of our season, and there's no games sort of attached to that. So it's, we've been very much focusing on just one day at a time in our in our preseason, getting ready for the season because it's just so important. Uh, but we are, yeah, we're now close enough to uh, to that first game, and um, and it's a yeah completely different experience for us. Uh, you know, going over to the UK where the conditions will be different. Um, we'll be the won't have many friends over there, I don't think. Um, and it's a you know high intensity, big stakes game for the first game of your of your season. So there's there's lots of things that are it's a yeah new, too. and and that's. Yeah, and it's that's exciting, and our boys I know are really, really looking forward to it and very keen. Um, so, yeah, it's um, exciting times, and it's it's a it's really over the next week or so. That's really what we'll be focusing on that game, and and then it'll be a, a big long season ahead. But um, yeah, very exciting. We feel honestly uh, quite humbled by the fact that we we get to do this. You know, it's something that we've earned, and. Um, and a great opportunity for, for us as a team to be able to do something that our club's never done before. All right, Ivan, fast money. Answer these questions from uh, those that have texted in this morning. If you can do some short answers here for Ivan. Hi, Ivan. Of the three grand final wins, which is your favourite? That from Marty. Do you have a favourite out of the three? Yeah, no, I don't. They're all just as, as sweet as each other. Uh, I expected that. Okay. Is Nathan now a pro? Oh. <laughs> Mark says, can uh, you ask the obviously modest Nath, uh, Ivan, is Nathan now approaching Terry Wickey as Panthers' favourite all-time number seven? <laughs> That's a G-up. Uh, hey, Ivan, do you, think, yeah, do you think people's personal opinion on players like Jerome will change after the documentary airs tomorrow? Personally, I love him. Uh, how is the documentary? Uh, yes, I think they, they might change, yes. It's, uh, uh, there's, there's, there's some good stuff from behind the scenes and, and Jerome's uh, spoiler alert but uh, he's one of those so 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's good, but uh, hopefully everyone else does too. Ivan from uh, Jay, what's the plan to cover the replacement of uh, Spencer Lenu, who's now moved on to the Roosters? How are things going to play out there? Yeah, well, firstly, it's very hard to replace uh, the boys we've lost, particularly Spencer and uh, Steve Crichton. Um, it's hard. You can't really replace like for like. Um, and there's not a lot of Spencers around, as you've probably seen. So, um, yeah, we've got a few options there. Um, we've got a young fellow, Liam Henry, who plays differently to Spencer, but, you know, we've got high hopes for Liam. He's been playing really well um, coming through our, our system. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to have a good season. Hey, boys, a question for Ivan. How is Mav Guy progressing? Is he any chance to be a regular first grader anytime soon? Mav's progressing very well. Um, I think you'll, you'll, you'll definitely see him um, as part of our NRL team this year. All righty, Ivan. Thanks for coming on the program. Um, look forward to having a number of chats throughout the course of the year. You always make yourself available. Um, and uh, and I hope... Look, we'll send you a copy of that song that you can just play around <laughs> home in the centre of excellence. I think it'll just... It could be the edge that you have this year. After every win, that song comes on. Ivan, Thanks, uh, Ivan. Played a lot. You've got a lot of wins. All right, guys. Good on you, Ivan. Ivan Cleary, Penrith Panthers coach. And how good does it sound when you say three-time premiership winner? Now, um, some breaking news here. It's coming out of America. Uh, shots have been fired at the Kansas City Chiefs homecoming parade. Police are on the scene. Uh, we'll have more details as they come through. We're monitoring all of that. We may even see if we can cross to there if... Um, things escalate, but uh, that is the report which has just come to hand. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers and stay with us in just a moment. Hammy Goodman from Sportsbed, who took his cheese and kisses out to the Marsh Cup on Valentine's Day yesterday. We're going to unpack all of that, plus some NRL trial markets. Stay with us on the home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Uh, look, sorry to report, uh, just a bit more detail on the news we brought you before the break. Shots fired at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, we're being told several people have reportedly been struck and police have arrested two armed people. Uh, again, more news as it comes to hand. Uh, developing story at the moment, um, but of uh, great concern. Uh, we have Hemi Goodman standing by. Boy, has he had a Valentine's Day and a half. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. And here he is, Hammy Goodman, the Casanova of Sportsbet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Good morning, boys. Very romantic affair yesterday with uh, my lovely partner, Mon. Um, I just wanted to show her the art of building a beautiful partnership. And, and we were actually shown that by Pete Hanscom and Tom Rogers in the first innings out there at North Sydney Oval yesterday. And Capped it all off with a trip to the Greg Chapel Cricket Centre on the way out. So um, a beautiful yeah. day um, that we shared together. Um, so, so was that Mon's first yeah. time at North Sydney Oval? That was that was the, the maiden voyage. Um, right. That was the first time there. Yeah, uh, might be the last as well. I get the sense. That, <laughs> if uh, anyone we'll has see. seen it, and a lot of people now texting in there have now gone and watched it, we did tell them to have a look. Hemi is punching massive overs. Just watch the sports bet video. Good stuff. Here's a little clip from it. Where do you think we're going? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere niche. Knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are at the Marsh Cup, New South Wales versus Victoria. Wow. 1v2. How underwhelming. Short boundaries. Average first inning score of well over 300. I mean, how many of your friends...
Yes, and, she, and, and just with the clip in the clip, Mon is blindfolded in the car, and she's all dressed up, thinking she's going somewhere special. She looks fantastic. Um, yeah, she went to a lot of trouble. Well, North Sydney Oval's not special, Bossy. Oh no, well to me, but I'm not your Valentine. <laughs> you know. <I'm> not, uh... <laughs> yeah. What was the cuisine yeah. there yesterday? Like on a work day, is there many food outlets? Because there is a clip where Mon is eating food, sausage roll. Was that yep. it? The uh, rat, rat's coffin was all you could have. That. Unfortunately, I was there a couple of uh, weeks ago for the women's one day, and actually they had those chips on a stick. I was looking forward to treating Mon to one of those, but unfortunately, the uh, that particular food outlet was shut, so we're stuck with um, sausage rolls um, yesterday. But uh, you know that's fine. That's fine. There's plenty of um, plenty of cricket to keep us satisfied. So that was all good. Well, we have been talking about suburban grounds. If you're going to take your, your better half to a suburban ground, you you, you got the right one. Like it doesn't get yep. better than North Sydney. So, uh, and you are well, our Marsh you, Cup expert. That, correct, correct. So, look, I mean, you speak of suburban grounds, um, Brandon, just when, you know, you thought the romance had peaked, I've got the option to take Mon out to um, Canterbury, out to Belmore for the uh, the trial tonight as well, uh, against the Storm. So <laughs> I think that'll work. Um, Double it up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, if you wasn't impressed with yesterday, how can she, yeah, she she'll love tonight. Joe Bell's Cafe, is it open tonight? Like, there's just, you're just on a winner all the way down the street from the station, food-wise. The, the food yep. is fantastic. It is one of the real highlights of a trip to uh, Belmore. So, Hammy, you have it made. Uh, are there actually prices on the Dog Storm Trot? Can you, because there's so many players. Like, I've done the notes, you know, 56 players I'm getting ready to call tonight, Hemi. Yep. Well, uh, we have got markets on that Vossie this evening, and you don't see this too often. The dogs are the favourites against the Storm. Dollar sixty-five. The dogs are Storm two twenty-five. And you're right, there are lots of uh, lots of names you'll have to get your head around. But there's two that have probably stood out to our punters. Uh, they're looking forward to seeing these players return. Bronson Cherry is one, two dollars eighty to score at any stage this evening uh, for the dogs. And then Ryan Pappenhausen at two dollars twenty uh, for the Storm. He's probably the two that have leapt out. Um, but I can't wait. Good to have good to have Thursday night footy back, and I'm sure I'm sure Mon will be uh, chomping at the bit uh, for a little <laughs> more sport at the local ground as well. Absolutely. Uh, quick yeah. quick uh, update on the India England. Is it the third test? This will be the third test, uh, Brandy. India a dollar forty three. England three eighty. Uh, I'm looking at the top India wicket taker first innings market for for a play here, Brandy. We're being told it's a green wicket. You don't hear that too often in India. Jasprit Boomer though, it doesn't matter what the wicket's been doing. Uh, he's been on fire over there. So three dollars fifty, Jasprit Boomer, top India first wicket taker. Uh, that's where I'm looking, and uh, you might be able to take your, your beautiful partner out somewhere nice like North Sydney Oval if uh, if that one's all is. Lovely, yeah, very nice. Hammy, yep. thank you for all you've done for us today. Um, we're all feeling warm and fuzzy, and I encourage people to have a look at the sports bet video a day in the life of Hemi Goodman that day being Valentine's Day it's something special yeah thank you boys I better go now and um, salvage what's left of my relationship I'll, um, I'll chat to you tomorrow thanks Hemi good on you make it look easy with sports bet chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years we've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together some of the big stories, and as we mentioned uh, just before Vanessa, uh, shots have been fired and several people injured. Don't know the status of the people uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, we're told two people have been arrested, two armed people have been arrested. Mm. So uh, that is a shocking story. 
Yeah, um, CNN on their website have um, the headline, multiple victims in shooting near Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. They are saying near the parade. It's a, a, a place called Union Station, and they've shut it all down, and now we'll work out how many victims were actually uh, struck. So uh, that, that's what we know of the story at this point. Um, here you are with breakfast with uh, Vossi and Brandy on a Thursday, the morning of the first match of the preseason challenge. Uh, Bulldogs and Storm tonight at Belmore, as we discussed with Hemi. You can watch it live on Fox League, and we'll have a good um, a good session on the program tomorrow morning. James Magnuson, Bulldogs man, uh, we'll talk about the ins and outs of that, and then the All Stars tomorrow night, then four games Saturday, three on Sunday. Now, some of the other sporting headlines, uh, Brandy. Very briefly, David Norfolk Luma has found a new club after parting way with the West Tigers. He's off to uh, Salford in uh, England. And he's taken a swipe at his old club on the way through, telling today's Telegraph that when he was at the Storm for that brief little loan period, he learnt more in five months than in ten years at the Tigers. More with Michael Cariano shortly. Mm. It's an uppercut. Yeah, yeah, we'll speak to MC shortly. Uh, in the cricket yesterday, the Marsh Cup, it was a win by New South Wales, so they're into the final. Daniel Hughes, uh, big score, 119. Um, and Hammy Goodman there to witness it with his uh, better half. Worth mentioning in the Queensland-South Australia match, uh, a record. Alex Carey took eight catches. Uh, I saw that. For South yeah. Australia. Like, you know, one dayer took eight catches. He a- was, and some incredible catches too. Yeah, diving left and right. That's right. Beauties. So, well done, Alex Carey. Um, South Australia beating Queensland uh, there. Uh, the Melbourne Rebels story, Brent. Mm. Seriously. Um, they're gonski. So, yesterday, CEO gone, 10 administration staff. We're told they have... 17,000 in the bank. Uh, mm. The remaining staff and coaches have been put on four-month contracts to see out the season. What a, it's on a real roll, isn't what it, What a desperate plight. In this country. It's yeah. on a roll. Um, and that's something that happened over the our off-season. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Japanese coach. Yes. <laughs> Edamame. What about Edamame that? Jones. <laughs> hey, how did that happen? Unbelievable. Yeah. Never saw it coming. Uh, and Joe Schmidt is in charge. Good text from Matt. He says, the difference in the countries, we're talking US and Australia. When Vossi says shots have been fired, I'm thinking the equivalent of the American buzz um, reporting some outrageous comments in the media, not actual gunshots being fired. That is right. true. Right, yes. Um, morning, Vossi and Brandy. Maybe Hammy can take his wife to Henson Park for their anniversary after yesterday's effort. That's it. Well, Henson Park. Beautiful. Lovely walk, lovely big hill. Just stroll around the ground is nice. And you get, yeah. It's open to the public during the day. So yeah. you can walk into Henson Park any day of the week. Very good. Uh, thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Michael Carianis in a moment. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Cloudy day with showers increasing. Very cloudy here. Uh, top of 25 in the city, 23 out west. We're powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Time for this. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. Yeah, the big MC. First of all, let's let's not move on from Valentine's Day too quickly. How did you spend it, Michael? Uh, yeah, nah, it's not a thing in my household, boys. Um, we had our wedding anniversary last week, so that's um, what we do. Right? Valentine's washing. Day is not really a thing. Okay, wow, washing so the dog, got... just do it, just general well, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a very romantic, I actually went out. Last night, had a dinner um, cooked by Matt Moran. So it was actually a good night. 
I just didn't take uh, my wife. You didn't. Oh, take you had your a good wife. time then. Matt Moran's mm. cooked up the dinner. Uh, where was this? The St. George Elwara Dra- Dragons season launch last night, guys. Um, on Valentine's night, so they obviously did all the players a bit of a favour, so they didn't have to uh, arrange anything for the significant others, but it was held at, at St. George Leagues last night. Um, small, like, intimate affair, but um, you know the, the Leagues club's undergone some much-needed um, renovations there upstairs, and, and it looked good. Matt Moran... Um, you know, provided the the food and it was good. Bit of paella, sausage rolls, some sliders, oh, uh, some lamb skewers. It was nice. It was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty impressive. Okay, so so Dragons Leagues Club because you know driving past there, I'm thinking, wow, back in the that was the that was the big show. I remember they they used to hold the Dally M's there. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's undergone some Renos, has it, and up up to speed yeah. a bit. Well, they're, they're putting together some massive works on it at the moment, and it's like, you know, for when when even when I was growing up, Brandy still had that that vibe to it. You know, probably didn't have the performances, the performers that were there. Mm. You know, back in the seventies and eighties, where it was the place to go to in in Sydney. But even throughout the nineties, and you know, all the success that the, that St George had back yep. then, you'd go back to the Leaf Club. Leaf Club was rocking, right? Mm. But in the last twenty years, it's you know, you wouldn't go there. There's nothing. There's no reason to go there for anyone in the area, even post games or, or the like. Wow. But um, they're slowly um, piecing that together as part of a, a big master plan to try and get that league club back up and thriving. That's good. That's good. Uh, now, David Northlumer, we've mentioned a few times. Uh, basically, uh, the one comment about uh, how he learnt more in five months than ten years at the Tigers. His five months he spent at yeah. Melbourne Storm. So. Uh, disgruntled employee, um, you know, there's a number of ways you could put it, but um, that that was how he felt. Yeah, this is the quote there, Brandy. I'd say I learnt more in five months than in 10 years at the Tigers. That's got to say something. And, you know, I think it's not just a reflection on the West Tigers, it's a bit of a reflection on, on, on North Alima as well, because I'm sure once he got to Melbourne, his mindset, mindset shifted, right? Because, we, we, you know, there's no doubt we saw the ability in him um, at times throughout his career, but he just struggled for consistency, was up and down, and, you know, had a string of, um, you know, it wasn't just one coach which dropped him to reserve grade. There was, a you know, a host of them that struggled to get the best out of him at the West Tigers, and there's no doubt the West Tigers have had lots of their own issues over the last decade as well, but I think you'll find that that change for, for David Northaluma brought out the best in him, and it's a shame that um, he didn't stay in Melbourne. He wanted to stay in Melbourne. Melbourne wanted to keep him, the West Tigers considered it, but then refused to release him. And then, you know, months later, that they wanted to see him out the door. So I think that was an error by the West Tigers at that time. They should have allowed him to remain at Melbourne. And I think everyone would have won out of that equation. Yeah, interesting one there. Um, now, Vegas Police Chief's presentation to NRL players didn't include commentators. So what, what's in the, uh, what's oh. the detail here about what they've got to look out for in Vegas? Well, I hope you guys, are you guys both on the plane? Uh, Voss, Andrew Ooh, is. That's prickly. Andrew is. Okay, well, this Awkward. is for you, Vossie. Take some, take, some, uh, take some notes. Vegas sex trap. It's the front page of the Telegraph today, and they had the, the, the top chief uh, of police in, in Vegas who oversaw the security around the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. address the clubs and, and players yesterday. And, you know, there'll be 40 guards surrounding the players. And um, what they'll essentially warn, they'll warn of all the traps that can lure 
um, unsuspecting customers, I, I guess, in, in Vegas. And a lot of it's around drink spiking, um, inviting girls back up to your room where, you know, they tell her to go have a shower. They come out of the shower and you've been sleeping. Um, all these sorts of things. So they're just telling the, the, the players just to have their guard up a, a little bit because, um, you know, the bright lights of, of Sin City have claimed a few victims and they're trying to make sure that a couple of these NRL players aren't among them. Shan't be happening with this commentator. Looking forward to the, the work element of it, mate. And, uh, yeah. mm. and I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry to break the news, but I'm, I'm not paying $3,700 to sit up and watch Bono at the Sphere. Can't so what are you going to do? You, you don't have to pay for the, the, the top rate. You pay the bottom the, rate. The 600, the 700. Yeah. You haven't you been in touch with the NRL? Oh, do you want me to do it? That'd be all of my podiums gone in one <laughs> second. That's all right. You'll <laughs> well, never, you you <laughs> might never eat. get back. I won't be eating. Go see you too. Uh, uh, Michael, were you aware? So you too, their last night is the uh, night off the games. That's their, that's yeah. their, their six-month uh, residency there in Vegas at the Sphere. Yes, so, yes. The sphere is quite. Imp- I, I didn't go inside the sphere when I was there in December, but it's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Right. Uh, Adam O'Brien has uh, inked that three-year extension. The news you brought to us last week, so it's done, confirmed. Done, confirmed. Adam O'Brien um, will be at the co- uh, the coach of the Newcastle Knights for at least the next three seasons, which includes this year. His deal expired at the end of this year, so he's got um, a- at least two more years. And um, the-, the thing that's interesting about that is that you know i think he's on what 96 games or, or something like that no only one newcastle knights coach has coached more than 100 games and that's michael hagan so it'll become the second knights coach this year to coach more than 100 games um, right. and then by the end of this deal he'll be the most capped newcastle coach in history he'll go past mal really at some stage this year i think mal really is on 98 games and then uh, if he sees this deal out, he'll go past Michael Hagen. Obviously, Hagen and, and Mal really are the only two premiership winning coaches for, for the Newcastle Knights. But yeah, I found that strange that no other Newcastle, co- only one other Newcastle coach had coached 100 games. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have thought Mal really was there for, for at least 100, but obviously not. Mm. Uh, Adam O'Brien sure. was was he within a week of not no chance of an extension? Was he? I think he was within a week of. Yeah. Saying, and I think he knew that too. Like he realised the the pressure he was under last year, until yeah. they went on yeah. that ten game winning run, uh, he was yeah. gone. It is it is one of the the most uh, one of the most remarkable turnarounds um, that that we saw from the Newcastle Knights off the back of of Caelan Ponga. But you're right, Brandy. They had this stretch where they had uh, the Bulldogs and the Tigers in back to back games. I think that was the order: uh, yep. Bulldogs, Tigers. Um, and if they lost one of those games, I'd say, you know, he was, or definitely no chance of an extension, and they would have waited to see how, how they went this year because they wouldn't have made the finals. If they lost mm. both of those games, he wouldn't have seen out the year. No way. And then, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And then we've seen how what run what run they went on, and now he's, now he'll finish up, you know, sees this deal out to be the longest serving Knights coach in history. It is remarkable. Yeah. Well, that was that was the game they they put sixty on the dogs. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, Michael, you've done very well, mate, and you're putting in the big ones. Um, Dragons launched last night on deck for us this morning. You'll be back tomorrow as well on the program with David Riccio still on holiday. So, uh, Michael will do a full wash up of uh, Bulldogs and Storm tomorrow and preview All Stars and a big weekend of rugby league preseason challenge. 
Yeah, really looking forward to uh, the fullbacks tonight, seeing Black Tass and, and Pappenhausen running around and, and Bronson Cherry as well for the dogs. Mm. Yeah, yeah no, good point. There's lots of uh, lots of reasons to tune in and to, to watch. Michael Carrier on the Telegraph there. At eight minutes to eight, breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, we'll have that bossy here in a moment. And Les Kiss isn't far away. The Queensland Reds coach stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney. SEN, 1170 AM.